Hey, welcome to the show. Before we jump in, I want to do a quick experiment. Just reach down and touch your belly. If you feel rock hard, rippling abs down there, you're probably 16 years old, lifting off of good genes, and real life hasn't hit you yet. Get off my show, you punk. This show is for grown-ups. Now, if you have a few miles on you and your abs are a tad squishier than you wish they were, I have two resources for you to check out today. First of all, we created a simple mini course called Fitness and Nutrition for Busy Professionals. It's absolutely free, but it has a ton of great info and a downloadable PDF. Find it on the resources page at dirobi.com. While you're there, if you're ready to supercharge your nutrition, your workouts, and your supplements, check out our transformation packages. Each one includes a supplement package, precision nutrition training, and pro coach workouts delivered to your inbox daily. Learn more on the transformation packages page of our website. And although the price on these are already stupidly cheap, save 15% with coupon code INSIDER. And just one quick little housekeeping thing, and that is I was on vacation in Colorado when I recorded this episode, and I didn't even have my microphone. I just used my AirPods, and I think they sound pretty good, but not as good as a microphone. So if you'll forgive the slight drop in audio quality on my end, it's way worth it. Dr. Buchanan is fascinating, and this is a great interview. So please put up with the lower quality audio, and now on with the show. Welcome to the Dairobi Health Show. Today we're going to talk about eating more vegetables. Why would we talk about eating more vegetables? Your parents told you to eat more vegetables and you hated them for it. And you probably didn't like vegetables as a kid and maybe you don't like vegetables now. But the fact is, the more you learn about nutrition, the longer you study nutrition, the more you experiment with your own health, the more you realize there is simply no way of getting around the powerful benefits of eating more fruits and vegetables. According to the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, less than one in 10 adults in the United States meet the federal fruit or vegetable recommendations. 9% as a matter of fact. And by the way, their recommendation is one and a half to two cups of fruit per day and two to three cups of vegetables, which is really kind of silly because none of them grow in cup shapes. And so it's kind of hard to even relate to. We just call it serving sizes, right? So we, we recommend in the Dairobi Undiet and in my book, Formula 7, that you get, you get five to nine servings. I don't know. seems like a little more relatable. An apple is a serving. A banana is a serving. And a cup can be a serving too. I mean, a cup of berries makes a great serving size. Regardless, you get the idea. But I do disagree with their recommendation, two to three cups, uh, we, we go with the five to nine, and that's more in keeping with the most recent research. I think that the CDC, being a government institution, is trying to go for something reasonable. But chances are, if you're listening to this show, you're not really into the lowest common denominator. You're looking for vibrant, exciting, great health, and to live to be over 100 years old and be a monster machine and athletic being when you're 100 years old. That's not going to happen by doing the minimums in anything. And so go for the five to nine servings a day. Why not? It's not that hard. We'll talk about some things you can do to make it pretty easy. Uh, according to the CDC, seven of the top leading causes of death in the United States are from chronic diseases. And eating a diet rich in fruits and vegetables daily can help reduce the risk of many leading causes of illness and death, including heart disease, type 2 diabetes, some cancers, and obesity. So the rewards are very high. The stakes are very high. And although you may not feel it today, you could eat no fruits and vegetables all day long, and you probably won't drop dead tonight. 
But over time, if you just continue to avoid your fruits and vegetables for long enough, it absolutely will catch up to you in some way, shape, or form and probably take you years to dig out of the hole that you dug for yourself through the sin of omission of not eating veggies and fruit. So let's just dive into how you can get more. First of all, a little more on why you can get more fruits and vegetables. They provide fiber, healthy fats, protein, quality carbohydrates, vitamins, minerals, and other phytonutrients that we need to do things like reduce blood cholesterol levels, lower the risk of heart disease, as we mentioned. They also provide us uh, the best source for potassium, folic acid, essential vitamins such as A, C, etc. Now, uh, one of the big reasons people don't eat vegetables especially is because of taste. We'll talk about that here in a few minutes. And, you know, we've done a few episodes on vegetables, so I'm going to reference some of those as well and give you some other resources. But first of all, let me give you the number one way to eat more vegetables. It's my recommended number one way. It's my own personal number one way, and that is through green smoothies. There are many reasons to just love green smoothies as a solution to getting more fruits and vegetables. One of them being that it's delicious. So if the reason you're not eating fruits and vegetables is because you don't like the taste or the texture, turning it into a smoothie is just a darn good idea. Who doesn't like a smoothie? And if you've had one of those smoothies that tastes disgusting, well, you're just doing it wrong. Don't worry about that. You can have a smoothie that tastes absolutely delicious. I covered this in episode 10. So you can either go to blog.dirobi.com, look for episode 10. There's a recipe there. It shows you All the breakdown, calories, how much carbs, fat, protein, everything is in that smoothie recipe that I recommend. So check out episode 10 of the Dairobi Health Show or find it on the blog, copy and paste that recipe. Go ahead and make that. And you will get your five to nine servings right away in the morning in one drink. Again, that's what's really incredible about this is you can kind of check it off your list. I'm not saying eat your green smoothie and then eat crap for lunch and dinner. All I'm saying is, Most people make it all the way through the day without getting even close to five to nine servings of fruits and vegetables. Not only that, of those Americans that eat vegetables, by far what they're eating is potatoes, carrots, and corn. And there are much more healthy alternatives out there, including the green leafy vegetables you would put in that green smoothie, the cup of mixed berries, right? So you can make yourself a delicious smoothie that's balanced between carbs, fats, and protein, tastes delicious, gets your entire five to nine servings, and you are done. Again, I'm not saying done in the sense of eat crap for the rest of the day. I'm saying done in the sense of, yes, I did it. And now I've reached my quota and anything else I do as far as eating well today is gravy. So there's just really no way to compete with a green smoothie for checking this off your list and getting enough servings in a day. Now, the next way to increase your veggie intake is by trying new vegetables. You know, we as human beings, for some reason, we explore a lot of the supermarket over the course of our lives. Maybe when we get married or have a significant other, they introduce us to new foods, but rarely do we ever revisit the produce aisle, right? It is not the norm to go through the produce aisle and find something you've never had before, look up a recipe and go eat it. And yet, it's pretty fun to do. Plus, many people who claim they don't like vegetables, if they take a really good walk through the produce aisle, 
will find that in actual fact, they find five, six, seven things that they really do like. They just don't prepare them on a regular basis. So do that little exercise. Go to your local grocery store, walk through the produce aisle and look carefully. Don't just walk quickly to the potatoes, the onions, the carrots and the corn and get out of there. Walk through it and look for other colors, right? Eat the rainbow like we talked about in one of our earlier episodes with Michelle Lockhart, one of our most popular episodes. I believe it's number 32. Uh, yeah, number 32 on eating the rainbow. So you might want to listen to that one. And Michelle Lockhart does a wonderful job of explaining various ways that you can increase how many vegetables you eat. As a matter of fact, one of the things that she found with her clients is that when someone says, I don't like vegetables, what they usually mean is that they tried a veggie when they were five, they didn't like it, and they've never tried it again. And the fact is that when you revisit veggies as a grown-up, some stuff you think you don't like, you simply haven't tried in many, many years. And there's a very good chance your taste buds have changed, they've matured, you've matured, and there's probably several vegetables and fruits that you would now enjoy that you think you wouldn't. So do that little experiment, go to the produce aisle, take your time, pick up a couple things, and try something new, and try to add as much color, different colors, orange, purple, red, right? All these different colors have different blends of phytonutrients in them. Okay, next, this is a fun one. And this is experiment with new ways of seasoning and cooking your veggies. You know, I, I'm kind of embarrassed to admit as somebody who's in the health industry that I did not even try roasted vegetables until just a few years ago. I was over 50 when I finally got around to roasting some vegetables and the first time that I ate those roasted vegetables I made, I was in heaven. Everyone around who was eating them was in heaven. And we were just thinking, why in the world have we not done this before? I simply Googled a recipe, how to make roasted vegetables. I picked some of the vegetables that I really like. I roasted them. It was easy. It didn't take that long. Man, they are so good. And it's kind of like candy. I mean... Not, you know, in the sweet, sickly way of candy, but I mean like standing around the kitchen, putting those things out, everyone is just eating them one after another as if we were little kids at Halloween eating our Halloween candy because they were just super delicious. The same is true with seasonings. Chances are your favorite vegetables can be cooked in different ways. You know, we live in a world that's pretty cool right now where you can go to YouTube and there's celebrity chefs and wonderful cooks out there who give out really great recipes for stuff. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's not that hard to, to just go to YouTube and Google a certain uh, vegetable maybe that you like or a way of prepping or something you've never done before. And you can find great ways of cooking foods that you've maybe never done before that are absolutely delicious. So I kind of combined two points there on on the content we're creating about this post. This will be episode 118. You can find the details with links and ideas uh, on blog.dirobi.com. Number three of our ideas was experiment with new seasonings. And uh, number four is experiment with new ways of cooking. Okay, those kind of, those two kind of go together. But the seasoning one, of course, is experimenting with flavoring your vegetables differently than you've done before. And then cooking, roasting, I already mentioned, you can grill your vegetables. If you love the, the taste of grilled food like I do, this is a great way to cook your vegetables as well. 
You can also saute your vegetables, another delicious way to have them. And then, of course, you can steam your vegetables, which is not only a great way to cook your vegetables, but it retains much of the nutrients. Now, one of the things that I didn't have in here as a, as a point about eating more vegetables, but I do want to include, it's not like a way to help you eat more vegetables, but it's something to really consider. And that is we have, we have sometimes some old ideas that we hang onto for a long time in health. For example, one of the ones I had in my head about vegetables was that canned vegetables were pretty much junk, right? I don't know where I got that from, but I'm old enough that when I was a kid, you know, vegetables came in, in tins that were unhealthy, right? Like there's been a lot of improvements in the way food is prepped. There's been a lot of improvements in the way that the government monitors food preparation. And so the materials that foods are canned in, the way foods are canned has really come a long way. And then there's been research on this. So of all the various ways of storing food, right, from fresh, of course, if you walk out to your garden and you pick something fresh and eat it, that's about as healthy as it gets. But then what's the difference between that and frozen food? And what's the difference between that and canned food? I mean, like canned the way that your grandmother would have done it, right? In those glass mason jars. And then what about canned like you get from the grocery store in a metal can? Well, one of the things that I learned as I was going through my health coaching uh, certification with Precision Nutrition is that the foods that have been prepped and stored are not as unhealthy as we were probably led to believe when we were kids. So those things that come in cans from the grocery store, for example, canned beans, uh, peas, corn, those types of vegetables in cans, they're not the devil. If you were raised to think that they were the, the devil and you ad absolutely had to have fresh organic vegetables from your own hippie garden, it's really not the case. Much better to eat something out of a can that's maybe 75% of its original nutrient value than to not eat the vegetable at all because you think that from that can it's unhealthy. You see what I'm saying? So the difference between fresh from your hippie garden versus in a can probably is about 20 to 25%, which is not the end of the world, still a whole lot healthier than a beer or a donut, right? So again, most people are not getting enough vegetables at all much better to get it out of a can than to not get it at all. So one of the things that I think is an important point that we understand, this also opens up your world to making it more convenient to cook with vegetables and legumes, like uh, to make up a Mexican meal uh, with refried beans, for example. It's delicious. Don't feel guilty about pulling out a can of refried beans for that meal. It's still a whole lot healthier than other choices that you, you might have made. Now, the last point I want to make about this to support your diet doesn't really have anything to do with vegetables, but has to, has to do with simply making sure you get enough of the vitamins and minerals you need. And that is to take a daily multivitamin because even if you really step up your game with fruits and vegetables, there's still a good chance if you get your blood tested, you're going to be deficient in things. It's really difficult in this day and age to get enough of all the nutrients that we need. And we know this from all the blood tests that are being done at all these labs. It's very popular now for people to simply get nutrient blood panels done. And when they are, people who eat incredibly well are, are shocked at how they are still deficient. And so just cheat by taking a good multi. Of course, I'm gonna recommend our own because we 
took the formula, we created the, this formula by studying the biggest deficiencies based on all these lab tests. So we included things like chromium. Chromium is critical and your body can't store it. Unlike B12, for example, that your body can store many weeks worth of, you cannot store chromium. You gotta eat it and use it. And if you're not eating food with chromium, you simply are gonna be chromium deficient. And that's bad because chromium helps you with your weight management, blood sugar control, as well as keeping cholesterol down. Uh, things like vitamin D, which should also be taken with K1 and K2 for healthy uh, skeletal system, dental health, um, and absorbing calcium. K1 for helping your blood. Uh, K2 for your bones and for absorbing calcium. Folic acid or vitamin B9, vitamin B12. Iron for men and women, by the way. And zinc. Zinc is another one of those that is very, very difficult to get from diet. So check out our Mimi's Miracle Multi. And, and if I can't convince you about Mimi's Miracle Multi, find a good quality multi. Probably not the little white pills from Walmart, right? You, you probably, if you're listening to this show, know enough about health to find a decent quality multi and, and mineral supplement. Uh, so a vitamin and mineral uh, supplement obviously does not replace a healthy diet. It, it should be used as a supplement. That's why they're called supplements because they supplement a healthy diet. It's just that when you get all your ducks in a row and you're eating a healthy diet and you're exercising and you're supplementing correctly, you're firing on all cylinders, right? So there's probably no better thing you can do for yourself than to increase the amount of vegetables you take. One of the things you could do is something that I try to do every 90 days, and that is to measure my intake using an app like MyFitnessPal. About every 90 days, I just go through three days trying to not change anything or eat better. I just try to keep eating the way I was and monitor my intake to check and just see how many servings of fruits and veggies am I getting? How many carbs, how much protein, how much fat? That's a really great way to just do a checkup from the neck up and see where you're really at. You know, there's times that we think we're eating pretty poorly and it's not quite as bad as we think. I've also had the reverse where I thought I was eating pretty well and was shocked to find out that I was way out of balance in some things. And so doing a every 90 day quick check of just monitoring everything you eat for three days is a really great tip to just help and see where you're actually at. But meantime, if you just shoot for those five to nine servings per day, the green smoothie being the easiest and a very tasty way to do it, this is one of the biggest gifts you can give to yourself, your health, and your future self, as well as to your family. Those of you that have children, you know, I cringe at the amount of children out there in this country right now that are sent to school after having a, a bowl of cereal, right? Just carbs and sugar, send them out the door, and then they go off. And, and it's, it's, kind, it's a little bit criminal, the way that we're feeding our children. And the best thing we can do for them is not force them to eat their veggies. The best thing we do for them is simply provide good, nutritious meals, morning, midday, and evening. The best thing we can provide to them is a good example that we're into our own health that we understand what's a healthy food and what's not a healthy food, that we limit the amount of treats we have and that we focus on you know, as many healthy foods as we possibly can. There's nothing that's gonna teach our children better about health than, than the way we actually eat and the example we set for them, right? So 
Anyways, got, got on my soapbox there a little bit, but for those of you with children, you know, remember they're going to pay much more attention to what you do than what you say, right? So there you have it. A few, a few tips on how to get all the vitamins, minerals that you need and to up your veggie intake. One of the things that we're providing right now for free is a, a free mini course for busy professionals. One of the things we found uh, through working with people that are buying our products is that one of the struggles many of them have is they're just too busy and they want to be more healthy but they just cannot work into their day a workout or shopping or preparing food in advance. All these things just seem like a massive burden. So we've got a mini course. You can find it at dirobi.com. As a matter of fact, I had uh, our developer create a nice little banner on the homepage. If you just go to dirobi.com and scroll through the banners till you see the advertisement for this, click on it. And uh, then you can just uh, enter your email and it will email you this course over a few days. I'm not sure exactly how many there are, but it's excellent. It helps you with nutrition, helps you with exercise. And so that could really help make a big difference for you, uh, that little mini course right there. Otherwise, all the content about this episode will be at blog.dirobi.com, episode 118. Links to everything that I have referenced will be there. Also, I would appreciate your support for the show. Feel free to share it on your social media or to leave a review. Anywhere that you listen to the show, I'd really appreciate that. And so until next time, this is Dave Sherwin wishing you health and success. Okay, well, thanks again for listening. And don't forget about that coupon code INSIDER to get anything you like at dirobi.com at 15% off. And check out the Health and Fitness for Busy Professionals free mini course at dirobi.com. There's plenty of other really good resources on the resource page there, by the way. Check them all out. D-I-R-O-B-I dot com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.